Hey, Beers and Ears listeners, Matt here. Uh, For today's episode, we are going to be giving you episode one of Discontinued on Display. A couple reasons for this. The first is very simple. Um, We had a couple of recording scheduling snafus and a couple of life things that happened, and so uh, we needed to uh, uh, insert something for you all to listen to, and we felt like this was a perfect uh, uh, time for synergy. You know, Disney is all about their synergy, and uh, we are too here on the Sorcerer Network, so we wanted to drop the first episode of Discontinued on Display into your uh, podcast inbox today. So don't worry, we'll be back with all of our wonderful Disney content next week. We've got our Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, and then the week after that we have our very, very fun episode that I, I cannot reveal the topic quite yet, um, but you will not believe what we are talking about. Um, so please enjoy Discontinued on Display. If you like what you hear, we have, uh, we're have we about halfway through our first season, um, or coming up on the halfway point, actually, and you can head over um, wherever you find your podcast, Discontinued on Display, uh, and uh, please subscribe to that, and uh, keep on the lookout uh, for Sorcerer Network pods uh, coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can have some more join our network here very soon. All right, enjoy! Thank you for visiting Discontinued On Display today. We are so happy you have joined us. As we get ready to go on our tour, we ask a few small favors of you. Please stay with your guide at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. Please refrain from touching any of the artifacts on display today, and please don't drink the fizzy lifting drink. We just washed and sterilized our ceilings. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Discontinued on Display. I am one of your hosts, Matt Brown, and I am joined by the wonderful Chris Corrigan. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here and to be starting this brand new adventure with you, Matt. This is going to be amazing. Oh, this is very fun. I'm very excited. So, Chris, why don't you explain to everyone what Discontinued on Display is all about? Oh, I'd love to. So essentially what Matt and I are going to attempt to do for you guys is we're going to break down some popular items uh, over different kinds of categories, food, games, toys, all that good stuff, things that just kind of vanished, that went discontinued, and we're going to essentially put them on display for you. So think of us as your curators of the discontinued, and every season's going to be kind of like a new exhibit. So our first our inaugural exhibit is going to be all about food um, and different discontinued food items, whether they be from uh, franchised restaurants, you know, candy at the grocery store, cereals, all that kind of good stuff. We did a lot of research and like really fine tooth combed a long list uh, to get it down to just a few really exciting items. And I'm really excited about what our first episode is all about as well. 
<laughs> yeah, I kind of, you know, we, we made a whole list of stuff and we're like, okay, what do we start with? Well, okay, we'll start with food. That's a pretty fun one. And okay, what should our first episode be? And I, and I just like threw out like, hey, let's just do the Wonka bar. That sounds, that sounds interesting. And holy cow, I did not understand the, the, the uh, can of worms that I had opened when this research, but uh, I, I don't know if we're quite ready to get into that. I feel like we still need to like, I, we've only done like a two minutes of introducing, I guess maybe that's enough. I don't know. Like we're, we're I, I love that we're curators. That's something that that's a title I never thought I was going to have in my life. Curator of something. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, I, I used to work in museums, so I definitely never thought I'd be a curator. I'm like, never let me near the expensive delicate things <laughs> that we need to touch. But I do love, because that is what we're doing. We're cultivating this this walkthrough of kind of popular culture history and these different things that were popular for a time and went away to... I mean, the things I've learned, they're things I will... I can't imagine when I will need them again. But you know what? One day I know I will. What's the fun of a podcast? I mean, I suppose there are informational podcasts out there, but if, if the podcast that I listen to, what's the fun if it's knowledge that you absolutely need in your life? We we are keeping your uh, uh, your social gatherings, your family get-togethers interesting where things are a little stale. You just throw out the random facts that we have taught you. Don't introduce it. Just say it. Just blurt it out. Be like, you want to know what I know about the Wonka bar? Let me tell you about the Wonka bar. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be doing things in seasons. Um, we don't exactly know like how many episodes to a season, but somewhere between 10 and 15, probably depending on, you know, uh, how many items we, we think each exhibit needs. Um, then we'll take some time in between and then release a new season. Again, we don't have all the, uh, ins and outs figured out, but we will keep you all in the loop. And uh, so you can be on this journey with us and know when new exhibits are opening up. I got to keep the keep the language going here. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, we want to know what you guys think and what you guys want to know more about. Like, so when we pr- when we reveal what our next exhibit's going to be, please let us know if there's something that was discontinued that you remember from when you were younger. Maybe it was something that I don't know, only vanished a year or so ago that you want to know more about. Matt and I will do that deep dive. We're going to find that information. We're going to give you what you want to know because we want to talk about things too that you want to hear about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we also have blind spots where, you know, we're pretty much the research that I do for this is discontinued things and then just kind of go through Google lists. Um, So, you know, please, if, if, if you have something and we'll get at the end of the episode, um, exactly how to get a hold of us because we definitely want to hear from you yeah we're going to save right. that to the end we want to keep you hooked that's that's the the thing we know you're you're wanting to hear you want to hear how to reach out to us on social media and email exactly exactly so welcome we're, we're so excited that um you know we understand there's there's a ton of podcasts out there um so we're so excited that you're checking us out um, you sound like an airplane attendant we know you have so many <laughs> options when choosing podcasts, but thank you so much for flying discontinued on display. Please make sure that your seat trays are up at all times during the podcast. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is exactly what I sound like. <laughs> I, uh, now that like, that's one of those things I, I didn't even realize I uh, was ingrained in my mind till you started that. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what they say on airplanes. All right. <laughs> so anyway, let's jump right into this. Let's um, get in there. Yeah, so I guess basic history of the Wonka bar, I, 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 you know, clearly 
the, the, the reason that I, I, I thought this topic was going to be interesting was because I felt like this chocolate bar, how did this get discontinued? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is one of the most popular movies of all time and has you permeated pop culture. I was going to say real fast, speaking of Willy Wonka, you should probably, there might be somebody who doesn't know what the Wonka bar is out there. We should probably explain what a Wonka bar is um, just to make sure we're all on the same page here. Well, I mean, it's it's the bar that in the movie is the part of the golden tickets. So it's like just like Wonka's version of a chocolate bar, though. I think they they put like marshmallow in it or something like that. Like, wasn't there some trick to it? So here's here's my first like fun fact for you. I have a whole list and I know everyone's going to be so excited to hear this. I broke down not all the flavors in the book, but all the actual existing flavors of Wonka bar. So when we get to that point, I got a list. Okay. So the Wonka bar, the technical original Wonka bar, if you really want to break it down, technically fictionally drops in the 1960s when the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl uh, comes out. And according to the book, Grandpa Joe, Charlie's grandfather, says that there are 200 flavors of Wonka bars. There's not that many flavors that ever existed in reality, but in the book, there's 200 flavors of Wonka bars. Um, and it is supposed to be the world's best chocolate bar. That is that is the kind of the lowdown on what the chocolate, uh, what a Wonka bar is at its core. And when this movie was, so they they wanted to make this into a movie. And from what I gather in the stuff that I read, the film industry was kind of not doing so hot in the seventies when they were looking at making this movie. And so there wasn't a lot of funding. Do you but know who funded the movie. I do. Uh, that was my fun, interesting fact. So the reason that that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory got made is because of Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats wanted to get into the candy business. And that is actually why as well. I didn't realize this, that they changed the name of mm -hmm. the of the movie from the book because they wanted the focus to be on Willy Wonka, the chocolate maker because that was going to sell more chocolate. So th they, they clearly figured out the formula. Like that, that's what confused me of why this was discontinued. It's like, this is a slam dunk. A movie comes out and people love it. And so you sell chocolate with it. Well, how is this not still a thing? But, um, <laughs> but, but uh, apparently the people at Quaker Oats, uh, they needed to hire some different chocolatiers. Yeah. So apparently, so they drop a chocolate bar a month before the movie premieres. And I read two different things about this. I read that the bar hit grocery stores and was then recalled. And I also read that the bars never made it to the grocery stores before they got recalled, that they got pulled from a production issue right away. So there wasn't a Wonka bar right before the movie came out. Um, and so the reason that it got recalled is because they couldn't stop the chocolate from melting. Like it would just be uh, in the why? store. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it would just melt. It was like in the store on the shelves and it would, it, they just couldn't, it would just melt. And okay. I'm no chocolatier. I'm not a candy maker, but I feel like chocolate 101 is how do we not get this to melt? And that seems to be like kind of, you had one job <laughs> and, and that was, that was the one job just to make chocolate that doesn't melt, melt when it sits on shelves. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, I love that. So so that's why so honestly the the original Wonka bar 
I like it, it honestly when I when I was researching, I was like, okay, wait a minute, is this even a discontinued item? It never <laughs> it barely saw stores. But yeah, that's why. Um and and so now the Wonka Candy Company uh definitely took off. Like, I mean, because they're the makers of gobstoppers and nerds and Sweet laffy tarts. taffy. Sweet tarts. Sweet tarts. They they've honestly the hilarious thing is they found their their modern niche. Mm-hmm. To be not chocolate. <laughs> and the thing that I found, I mean, it. I feel like my life is a lie. I didn't realize that gobstoppers and nerds were invented long before I came on the scene. The gobstoppers dropped in the 70s after the movie, like in the late 70s, and nerds came out in the early 80s. I was, my mind was blown. Not only that, but the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory was in Illinois. Oh, really? I, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, it was in Itasca, Illinois. Itasca, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, the factory is still there. It's just not. It doesn't have the the Wonka like logo on the side of the building anymore. What? Mm-hmm. My goodness, this is going to be something we get to the get into a later season. But uh, that reminds me in in Michigan in Battle Creek where the Kellogg's plant used to be. There was like a whole like themed entertainment cereal city USA, and that's kind of like what it makes me think of. Like, oh, just go to this magical cereal. land where things are made. And uh, oh man, I didn't. We're both based in Illinois, so yeah. uh, uh, if that's why that that is that is so shocking. Was, in case you're wondering so why we're so excited about something being based in Illinois, <laughs> I feel like right. most people are not excited about something in Illinois. <laughs> no, but I mean, we had a reason to be. Because we were literally next to the factory that supposedly made the best chocolate bar in the entire world. Yes. So now I I, I did read that they when Nestle bought Wonka, which I believe they now own Wonka now as well. When Nestle bought them, they decided to bring out like they did a like a true promo of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory Bar oh, thing yeah. was Wonka Exceptionals is what they called them. Yeah, so Wonka Exceptionals. So from what I could understand, Wonka Exceptionals were kind of a saving grace um, later on in the career of Wonka. So this is where my research is going to come in hot. <clears throat> oh, please. So there was essentially one random Wonka bar. And I remember this when I was a kid. It was in a purple and like gold wrapper, and it was a milk chocolate graham cracker bite bits bar. That's what the that's what it was. That's what made it unique. Um, and really, the USA did not get that many Wonka bars. Now, in 2010, Nestle. So here's the thing: in 2010, the Wonka bar, the traditional Wonka bar, is supposed to have gotten discontinued. That's what my research showed. But in 2010, Nestle introduced a brand new line of Wonka bars. That's when they introduced the Exceptionals, which were the Scrumdiddlyumptious chocolate bar, which is one of the chocolate bars from the original 1971 movie uh, Mm -hmm. that consists of bits of toffee, cookie, peanuts, and milk chocolate. And then there was the Wonka chocolate waterfall bar, which contained white chocolate swirled with milk chocolate. And I remember the commercial for that from when I was a kid. And then there's the Wonka domed dark chocolate bar which is made of dark chocolate topped with milk chocolate medallions um, and eventually they added two more exceptionals they added a triple dazzle caramel and a waka fantabulous fudge but these bars those two were discontinued in 2012 okay now here's the thing those are the flavors that were in the usa there is a grand total 
of 27 Wonka bar flavors worldwide between the United States, Europe, and Japan. Those are the three major markets for Nestle. Japan had a, I'm not going to say this right, a Pirito Natty Bar, uh, P-I-R-I-T-T-O, an Edible Garden, whatever that was, uh, Eureka Moment, Happy Go Lucky, and Making Wow. Um, And then those bars all were sold together in like a toy truck situation. Ooh, I'm into that. They had a Whipple Scrumptious Fudge Mellow Delight uh, Wonka Bar in Japan and in Europe, which is based off of one of the bars from the 2005 remake film starring Johnny Depp. Then Europe did the bar I just mentioned, the Triple Dazzle Caramel, which is also in the 2005 remake, Nutty Crunch Surprise, also in the 2005 remake. There's one other bar that is in the film that was not, I could not find any evidence that that had been made as well. That was called a chili chocolate cream bar. Now, Europe also had Wonka biscuits. And then they did did three other flavors. They did, well, biscuits in terms of, you have to think that's Europe. So those are going to just be cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm not in my British mindset. Yeah, that's like, that's cookies. Okay. Okay. I'm back on board. Like a Southern homemade biscuit. Yeah. I was thinking like, I was thinking like, uh, like, yeah, Southern homemade, like biscuits and gravy and a chocolate. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good at all. So then there were three other flavors. There was the Millionaire Shortbread, which probably would have been amazing. Uh, yeah, that does sound good. Creme brulee and a chocolate nice cream. Ooh. Creme brulee was only available in a big bar. The others were available in a regular size bar. And these were popular in about 2013 is when they hit shelves. These were never sold in the United States. Um, and these were also discontinued. And then in, oh, I forgot. Australia, New Zealand also had some. Uh, they pretty much had all the same bars that were mentioned, except they had a couple extras. They had a Nutty Crunchalicious bar, a Caramel Hat Trick, and a Chocolate Tails bar. Um, and then they also had uh, a Cookies and Cream style one as well. Oh, and a Mud Puff Caramel Stuff bar. Okay, the only one that I'm not in is Edible Garden uh, th- that one, I don't know what that is, but I don't know if I want to eat a chocolate bar that says edible garden. Everything else, um, I'm in. Like, I all that sounds amazing. But There are a couple. Um, there was two Wonka bars that were U.S. specific that I did not mention. One of them was Wonka Latte. I think that's how you'd pronounce it. And it was Ooh. a Wonka bar with nerds inside. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I feel like I remember that one. And then the other one, and this one I definitely remember because there was a commercial for it. And this was also released in England and Australia, um, but under different names, was a Wonka Exploder, spelled instead of EX with just an X. And it was a milk chocolate bar with Pop Rocks in it. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was was the commercial like a full, like, good... I guess no, that would have been two thousands. Like was I I'm just imagining like the nineties version of that commercial and that would be epic, but the yeah. late the mid two thousands, I'm not sure. Or I guess so mid twenty tens. In the two thousands, and you can go online. I watched I think probably all of them on YouTube. That was part of my research. Um they have all the Willy Wonka uh and the chocolate factory 
candy product commercials, which was this, I will never forget. They were on like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, just these off the walls, animated. It was styled to look more like Gene Wilder with like curly orange hair and the purple. And he would take two real people, usually two real kids out of like an arcade or the bowling alley or their living room. And you'd see them make nerds or nerds rope or the chocolate bar. Sometimes it was just Willie and the Oompa Loompas and the commercials tagline would always be, what will he think of next? And that, that's how I found out about like a lot of other weird things that the Wonka Candy Company, that division of Nestle had done. There was like one or two other things that threw me up. But maybe maybe we should save that for later and keep trucking along because I took <laughs> us on a really heavy side tangent. Uh, but but it clearly like there, it wasn't for lack of trying that and and uh, like you said all of these flavors seem fantastic but I mean they those even those Wonka exceptionals lasted what less you know five years or less or something like that and they were yeah, discontinued everything I, got I, discontinued and it was all co- reportedly to failing sales it that's one of those things that makes sense and doesn't make sense to me it 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 makes sense in that Hershey's exists. And if you're going to the store to buy a chocolate bar, like just a regular old chocolate bar, Hershey's is, it has It'll branded itself to be the recognizable brand. I mean, when you're making s'mores, do you do anything with s'mores other than Hershey's, except maybe like you want to get super fancy and do a Reese's peanut butter cup, which highly recommend. Ooh, um, I learned but- something new today. Yeah. Oh, it's life changing. Um, Really great. But I mean, you're not going like, all right, well, I want some some s'mores. I got graham crackers and marshmallows now. Hmm. What chocolate bar should I get? Like you're you're like, where's the Hershey's? That's 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 what you're looking for. But it doesn't make sense in my mind in the way that, again, this movie is iconic to the point that it is now pop culture. It has permeated our pop culture. Even if someone has never seen the movie, they have probably uh, uh, understand like the idea of the golden ticket and yeah. uh, Oompa Loompas and things like that. I mean, you it watch episodes of everything. Yeah. I mean, you watch episodes of Family Guy and they make tons of references to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory There's a all whole the time. episode in The Office where the whole plot point is based off the fact that Michael Scott decides to put golden tickets in boxes of paper. And like he dresses <laughs> like Gene Wilder, it's I do whole, remember that it is it's a cultural phenomenon. And also, like if you if you haven't seen the original movie, go watch the original movie. If you're a grown up and you're like, I'm a grown up, why am I going to watch a kids movie? There's a drinking game. There's a way to have even more fun if you're a grown up. <laughs> I've done it. It's I mean it's intense. The rules are like you have to drink every time Baruch Assault says I want. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the movie, like maybe halfway through, there's a good minute and a half long song where every other thing this chick says is, I want this and I want this and I want this. Just put a straw in a vodka bottle at that point and just sit there. It's, I mean, and that's one rule. There's like five others that are just as like, I think anytime someone says Oompa Loompa is another one. Oh, but my it's, goodness. Uh, it's also just it's one of those movies I think everyone needs to see. Well, and it's it's been a meme, like the Willy yeah. Wonka meme the with meme. him. You know, the, like, the we're both leaning like, yeah, like like we can be seen like this isn't a podcast. <laughs> we can see each other through the magic of the internet. I was yeah, I, I love that. It, to, to, we forget we're on a podcast. They, they, they lean like this, folks. Imagine us leaning like the Willy Wonka meme. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's such a cultural phenomenon that I it, it boggles my mind that 
you wouldn't get some sales, even with the power of Hershey's, you wouldn't get some sales based on, I've seen that in a movie, I want it. Because I can't tell you the amount of things that I have bought at a store because it's in a movie. I bought ice cream one time because it had Toy Story characters on it. That was the only reason. I was like, oh, this has Buzz and Woody on it. I might as well. This looks fun. Um, I think it was just like regular ice cream with chocolate bits in it. It wasn't anything special, but it had Buzz and Woody on it. You know, other foods that uh, that were that are in movies, I'm uh, interested in eating and trying. And so I'm it, it, it baffles me that this wasn't able to stick. And yet, I mean, the Wonka company is still doing fine, just not with Ooh. chocolate. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But let me stop you there. I know something you don't. Um, oh. The Wonka company doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't? It I did doesn't. not find this in my research. Yeah, so here's what happened. So, t- so that's not to say that Wonka candies don't still exist. Let's go back on our journey here. Um, so where are these in my notes? Up towards the top. So uh, the traditional Wonka bar, like I said, discontinued in 2010 due to poor sales. And then they did the different iterations that would also get discontinued over time. So in 2017 is where things start to change. So in 2017, Nestle rebrands the Wonka Candy Company to the Nestle Candy Shop. Mm. And then the Wonka brand as a whole is just straight up discontinued in 2018. And the Nestle Candy Shop is sold to a different candy company called the Ferrera Candy Company. And so the Ferrera Candy Company technically owns Nerds, Sweet Tarts. All those those fruity, like fruit-based the uh what's the uh, runts that's another oh, yeah uh, laffy taffy those don't and here's the other thing that I, I until i started doing this research it was this big brain snap for me if you were to pick up a box of nerds now the wonka hat isn't on it anymore it's hmm. it'll say nestle or something along those lines um but yes they disbanded the entire brand in 2017 and switched it to nestle stuff and then when this company bought it, they just disbanded the whole that whole division of it. So if you were to go out today um, and you were to look for a box of nerds or uh, a thing of runs or Laffy Taffy, you won't see Wonka labels on them. You're just going to see generic Nestle. That's wild. Again, like it just it it I I just don't understand how with how we as a society love intellectual property and and latch onto anything that is IP that this is one of the few things that we were just like, nah, (laughs) it's fine. And, and Nestle was like, okay, we'll just rebrand it to something else. However, did you see the crazy New York times article about the musical? No, but I've listened to the musical soundtrack and I have a, I have a lot of opinions on the musical. (laughs) Cause let me tell Oh, sorry. I'm going to put on my soapbox. So the original musical came out in in England on the on the West End out there. That soundtrack is far far superior, and the way they tell that story is far far superior. Because then we got our hands on it, and for some reason decided we needed to change it all, and we needed to pull in more songs from the movie. So like they had to bring in Candyman, and they had changed things around, and they kind of changed how the story worked. Like, and they added this weird song for 
Willie to sing in America that he doesn't sing in the British. The American soundtrack isn't as strong. They do this weird bit where they make Veruca Salt and her dad Russian. And there were a lot of political undertones to the American version, which was weird. Um, they make a really inappropriate joke about Mike TV needing to be the or like could become president one day. And I'm like, OK, we're making a lot of weird. They had it. It was really well cast. And a lot of the choices they made were really smart. But this has nothing to do with candy bars. But I didn't see the article you're talking about, but say more words. Oh, so so it has nothing to do with the quality of the musical. <laughs> um, so obviously what they did um you know this is a, again marketing marketing genius is at the you know opening of or at you know the stage shows why, why am i stumbling over this word at the the showings the 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 opening whatever oh just in general like they had a concession stand full of wonka candies duh right oh yeah except obviously because they had been discontinued there were no wonka bars well what did people want after seeing uh uh, after seeing the show, a Wonka bar. So they'd walk up to the 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 concession stand and be like, "I'd like a Wonka bar." And I'm sure, like the the teen that is working this job part time is like, oh, I don't, "We don't have one of those." <laughs> like, um, so this was such a mistake that the the organizers like, "We can't let this happen again." And so I was like, oh, so they like probably like did a special Wonka bar. But I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I keep scrolling. I keep looking. No, no, no. They wrapped Hershey's bars in gold foil and a Wonka bar and like handed those out at press events. (laughs) Did they sell them that way at the concession stand? I did not see anywhere that they sold them. I think they just gave them as like so when when the press got, you know, their their first their first look at it you know a lot of times stuff like that comes with like a goodie bag or things like that (laughs) yeah one of the goodie bags was a i'm using heavy quotes here a wonka bar that was just a hershey's bar wrapped in wonka packaging like i feel like at that point it should have at least been like a nestle's crunch or something yeah it should have been a product from the company that made the rest of the wonka candies it was, it was my favorite thing that I researched. <laughs> I, I spent, I, I reread that article about three times. I was like, there's no way, like there's no way. <laughs> so yeah, they, they, uh, they decided, oh, well, we can't have it happen again, but apparently they can wrap their competition's candy in, in their own, in, in their own uh, packaging and call it okay. That was, that was wild. Okay. So with all of our discontinued items, we'll discuss them and, and give, you know, history and all this other stuff and our thoughts on it, especially if it's something that we remember. But kind of at the end of every podcast, we want to kind of give our opinion on should, should this make a comeback? Uh, yeah. Do we think that this either should make a comeback, can make a comeback? Um, so, I mean, what do you think? Like, it, does this need to hit shelves again? Oh, gosh. I mean, at this point, I feel like, again, like you said, it's a popular thing. There's memes of it, but I don't know. There would need to be another movie, and there doesn't need to be another one. I, there needs to be something that would bring our attention back to to Wonka. And I think that's part of the reason that sales actually did start to fail, I would guess. Because, like, that's something I didn't talk about when we're talking about the history of it. But, like, the Wonka Candy Company starts to lean into video games. Like, they have, like, that the Ask Your Parents Before You Can Go Online to Wonka.com and play these games. There was a... Oh, 
Okay, pause. The phrase "ask your parents ask before your going parents. online" is my favorite. Like, ask your parents before going online. Just ah, ah, what nostalgia! Yeah. I just got, I just got slapped in the face with nostalgia. Okay, right. keep, when please I heard continue. That sentence in the commercial I watched, I was like, oh god, like full on, like <laughs> oh no. Um, and you better not be on too long, otherwise we can't get phone calls. Oh, oh just <laughs> stop dating us. Oh gosh. But the other thing they tried to make were these, I wrote it down, what were they called? Um, this was in 2006. They made video game candy dispensers. Um, and there was one that was uh, grape straw. So the grape and strawberry nerds came with nerds hockey starring Oompa Loompas. There was a sour nerds part paired with a nerds freeze tag game. Sweet tarts came with a... Uh, Sweet Tarts Oompa Loompa candy flip game. And then their Sweet Tart Shockers uh, came with a Sweet Tart Shockers Shock Ball Showdown game. So they like, I think part of what their issue was is they were struggling to connect with a new generation who wouldn't necessarily connect with the literature and who weren't going to have seen the, the, um, the first movie. And I'm not going to lie, this, the remake does not make me want any kind of candy. Uh, I was about to ask your opinions on the remake. I we watched it a lot when I was younger. I liked it. But first of all, it's it has the Tim Burton effect, which I find you either like Tim Burton or you don't. There's very few people that are like I'm just indifferent about Tim Burton. Like he's a very polarizing yeah. director. He made he made Johnny Depp look like the Carol Burnett and Michael Jackson had a weird love child and that was really Wonka. <laughs> And I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. You, Go, you aren't. <laughs> and, there, and there are parts of the movie that are hilarious. Like uh, Violet Beauregard's mom cr- slays me, absolutely slays me. But there was something, It there are things about it that I think lost its charm. It still, it told a nice story. Uh, it, it was cute, but there was, I don't know, there's something that 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 added grimness that i mean there were cool things they did like in the original movie they don't show mike tv stretched out into the sky like they show the kids after they're leaving the factory you don't get i mean in many ways the original movie is a lot more darker because you never see the other four contestants again <laughs> they could very well be dead um at least you know they're okay uh in the tim burton one so there is some cool things they're able to do but i feel like it does lose some of its charm um, and it does get that darker feel to it, which maybe that was part of it, too. You know, people weren't as attached uh, to that. It lost a little heart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, the only thing I can think of, and I think Nestle already tried this, I think in 2005, where they did another golden ticket promotion. And I think if you yeah. found the golden ticket, you won $10,000 or something like that. But to me, that's one of those, OK, they could bring back the Wonka bar and run the golden ticket for Ten million dollars, like pick a pick an obscene amount of money. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That would get people interested initially, but I don't see. Again, I'm I'm not seeing myself going to the store, and even if I try a Wonka bar and I like it, I like Twix, I like Reese's, I like regular Hershey's, I like Kit Kats. I, I mean, I, I think I Snickers, Snickers peanut butter, Snickers almond butter. There's a it, Snickers bar that is discontinued, and I want to talk about it so badly. Uh, Snickers crunch bars were my jam. 
when I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't like Snickers, but I loved Snickers Crunch. And when they went away, I mean, I was ready to start a riot. So I, I guess I just don't like I mean, I, it's not like I, I, I don't think it would be a complete mistake for them to try to bring this back. But they found their niche in that, you know, fruity, hard candies, you know, nerds and sweet tarts and stuff like that. And I just think they stick to that lane. And and, and, and they killed the brand. Like at this point, the brand's been gone for so long. I think part of the Wonka bar is the brand, which has been out of our public eye. And I mean, they even debranded the candies that do still exist from it. And here's my other thing. I remember getting a Wonka bar. I only ever got one Wonka bar because it didn't thrill me. And when you think about what it is, and think about Nestle's. Nestle's made a, a chocolate bar with crunchy things inside it. And they also made a crunch bar, which is a chocolate bar with crunchy things inside it. I know they're two different like centers. It's like a crispy rice in a crunch bar. And then the the Wonka bar is a graham cracker. But I remember, I will never forget. I definitely thought it was just kind of a crunch bar, but with Wonka emblazoned across the front. Um, and so it had charm. And it's it's also a generic candy bar. So it's made, you know, in bulk by a company that's making good candy, but you know, this is also supposed to be the best chocolate bar in the world. So if you're going to endeavor to make the best chocolate bar in the world, you better make it the best chocolate bar in the world. You got to outdo Toblerone, Godiva, Hershey. You have to outdo all of them. Like, cause this isn't just like a, Oh, this is a, you know, a, my candy bar is different. Cause it has this inside. It's a, this is supposed to be the world's greatest chocolate bar. And you should also figure out how to not make it melt on shelves. Correct. <laughs> okay, I know. I have to circle back. I know we're talking about well, well, real fast. My my vote is it it can't come back. As much as I'd love it to come back, I can't fathom a way for it. And I just think it's a lovely nostalgic thing that isn't around anymore. What do you? What's your thought? I, I I'm in complete agreement. Like, just there's there there's no need. Now I have good news. If anyone out there still really wants a Wonka bar. You could technically get your hands on one. This is how. So, after the movie came out in 1971, Quaker Oat did a very special promotion. If you sent in a dollar and two box tops from a Quaker Oats brand <laughs> cereal to the Quaker Oats company, they sent you a mini Wonka candy factory. And it was this box. And according to the commercial, there's a commercial on on youtube and matt can we like link that in our show notes because it's it's 1970s oh, yeah. oh. and it's oh it's oh so corny like let me break it down for you uh the cartoon kids are really excited because they got their wonka candy kit and you get molds um and you got a bunch you got holiday molds you got quaker oat character molds and then you got some that are specific to willy wonka like there's an oompa you can make a, a like a Oompa Loompa, like think like a chocolate bunny, but a chocolate Oompa Loompa. You can make a bar. Are you Googling this? I'm eBaying it. <laughs> it's on eBay. That's where I'm going with this. You can get it on eBay. And you, uh, there was one that was like the Wonka bar with the thing. It came with the wrappers. I mean, it was a thing. And according to the commercial, you took like a plastic bag and you have mom fill it with chocolate morsels. And then she'd put it in some hot water because you got to remember, this is the 1970s. Only mom can help you with the stove. That's that is nowhere to be seen. Mom's got her little apron on and she's going to do this in the water. She's going to pour it into the molds and then you have it. And then it cuts to this like scene with real child actors going, I'll, I'll trade you three Oompa or three Wonka bars for an Oompa Loompa. Let me tell you, that's not a good deal, everybody. There's definitely more <laughs> chocolate. And also this kid has the kit. 
if he's able to make the Wonka bars to trade them for the Oompa Loompa, he has the Oompa Loompa mold. He has the power. He's I cannot find candy. this. Um, I'll find it for you and I'll send it to you. Um, if you want, so if anyone still really wants a Wonka bar, you can hit up eBay and you can get the Wonka Candy Factory kit for two hundred dollars. That's totally not bad. Totally, really. It's not I mean, bad for some pieces of plastic and an old cardboard box. And okay. All right. Let, let me re- let me re- let me rephrase. I feel like that again with the popularity of the movie with all that stuff. I feel like that's something that easily someone could be like nine hundred dollars. But so, I mean, I, I personally am not going to spend two hundred dollars on that. But um, I don't know. I, I can. I, I thought that would be a lot worse. Wow, that's interesting. It was. It was probably the most fascinating thing um, that oh, I took I... out of this. Um, it, it 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 killed me. So yeah, they were like encouraging kids to like you know you would do this and you could do your own you could bake your own candy factory, which I also partially feel like was probably a response to the melting Wonka bars, so they could still have some kind of Wonka chocolate bar product <laughs> to give to the public who are going to be really like I need my Wonka bar. Man, a dollar and two box tops. Wow, there's another world that I remember box top collecting. Okay. Got anything else? Anything else on on the Wonka bar? That's that is it for me in regards to the Wonka bar. As much as I I treasure the memories of the Wonka commercials and the different pieces of candy from the Wonka Candy Company, I I just I can't fathom a way outside of I think the closest they could have done is with the musical had the musical been successful using that as the the gas to bring it back. Um but the musical wasn't that popular, so yeah. I don't think there's a way to do it. All right. Well, but I think here's the thing. Oh, I go guess for it. I was going to say, if if you think we're wrong, if you think there is a way to bring it back, uh, slide into our DMs on Instagram or tweet at us or shoot us an email. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. We'll We'll go back and we'll be like, all right. So like we were apparently wrong. This is how you bring the Wonka bar back. Um, and so you're probably asking at this point, well, gosh, what's, what's, uh, how do I follow you and email you? Um, so, um, you can email us discontinued on display at gmail.com. You can on Twitter, we are at discontinued pod. Um, the reason for that is Twitter. You cannot have longer than 15 characters on your Twitter handle and discontinued on discontinued on display is too long. So we're just discontinued pod. However, on Instagram, there are no such restrictions. So we are discontinued on display on Instagram. Uh, please give us a follow. Um, and, and, uh, and your friends. And, uh, yes. We're, we're, I'm making it right now. We have a hashtag. We have discontinued pod, discontinued on display. Use those hashtags. Use them when it doesn't make sense. Just so people see it. <laughs> want to know more. I don't uh, care. Email and us. We w- want to hear from you. And with that as well, if you are enjoying the podcast, um, it, even just its inaugural episode, you're like, I love this. I want more. Um, make sure to hit the subscribe button as well as rate and review us. Um, giving us the five-star review, spending 30 seconds to write a review, it really does uh, help us out. So um, uh, make, make sure, sure you to say do... how handsome Chris sounds. It's really important in the reviews. <laughs> I thought you were about to say how handsome Chris looks. And, and I was like, different media, but I, I like sounds. <laughs> I definitely sound so smooth and delightful that's a weird sentence i hate everything i've just said <laughs> i regret now they're gonna give us one stars they're like just for that one i was on board until he started describing his voice and then i was out 
the minute, the minute you said smooth and delightful, I was like, no, this isn't a cup of Folgers. Oh, all right. Well, I think uh, I think the exhibit is closing for the night. I think we got to lock up the museum here. Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't have a snappy way of closing us out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll find one and then you'll displace it in. Yeah, okay, no worries. All right, uh, we will see you all next time on Discontinued On Display. See you guys. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.